Hey, welcome to Strange Tales Weekly Live. <laughs> um, What's up, guys? Strangers. <laughs> I'm Eric, and uh, we got Joe over here. What up? And we got Majunga Mike down below. Hello. <laughs> yeah, it's been a while. It has. It's. <laughs> when was our last live stream? I mean, it had to have been like at least three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. Which I think we did it in June, uh, like three years ago. That's wild. Was that the water guy? Uh, uh, that was Mark Hoffman who has the, uh, greenhouse bed and breakfast and, uh, does, uh, permaculture. Okay. So that was cool. Yeah. We had a lot of, we had a lot of good ones. That was fun. Yeah. But had to take a little hiatus, but now we're back at it. I don't even know if hiatus is appropriate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got, uh, Renee says, Sup, yo. <laughs> All right. That's what's <laughs> up, Renee. He's in the right place. <laughs> uh, yeah. So today we're going to talk about our first two episodes of the new season and um, maybe give some behind the scenes, some, some uh, backstory, and uh, see where it goes. If you All have right. any comments or questions, pop them into the comments and if we notice them, we'll say something. <laughs> um, do we want to kick it off by just starting the episode now? Or do you want to give it a few? We have five people in right now. Uh, sure, yeah, let's play it. All right. So the first episode was The Beast of Bray Road. And it starts now. Wisconsin has its fair share of cryptids, but not all of them are as cute as the hodag. Some of them are big and hairy and stink of rotten human flesh and wet dog. Meet Wisconsin's resident werewolf. The Beast of Bray Road is a legendary creature said to roam the rural areas of southeastern Wisconsin, particularly around the town of Elkhorn. The creature is described as a bipedal, wolf-like creature standing over six feet tall with a snout-like face and grayish-brown hair. The legend of the Beast of Bray Road dates back to the early 20th century when reports of a strange animal sighting began to surface. However, it wasn't until the 1980s that the legend gained national attention. At that time, several residents of Elkhorn reported sightings of a large, hairy creature with glowing eyes prowling along Bray Road. One of the most detailed descriptions of the Beast of Bray Road came from a woman who saw the creature in 1991. She reported that the beast had a canine-like snout large fangs and glowing eyes. It had a muscular body covered in grayish brown hair and stood on two legs like a human, but with a hunched posture. The witness estimated that the creature was about six feet tall and weighed between 400 and 500 pounds. Many people who have seen the beast of Bray Road describe it as having a distinct odor, which has been described as a combination of wet dog and rotting flesh. There have been numerous sightings of the beast over the years and many people believe that this is a real creature that is still roaming the woods of Wisconsin. However, there is no scientific evidence to support the existence of the beast, and some skeptics believe the sightings are nothing more than a misidentified animal or a hoax. Despite the lack of scientific evidence, the legend of the Beast of Bray Road continues to intrigue and fascinate people. Many residents of Elkhorn and surrounding areas claim to have seen the creature, and there are numerous websites and forums dedicated to discussing the legend. 
Whether the Beast of Bray Road is a real creature or simply a legend, it has become an important part of the folklore and culture of Wisconsin. The legend has inspired countless stories, movies, and works of art, and continues to capture the imagination of people all over the world. So what do you think? Does the Beast of Bray Road actually exist, or are these cheeseheads throwing back too much spotted cow? Let us know in the comments below. And be sure to subscribe to our channel, like, and share our videos, that helps a lot. And remember, stay strange. All right. Yeah, so East of Bray Road. So what was it like going up there? It was it was cool, partly just because I've never gone other than going to Amityville, like I, I haven't really done a whole lot of checking out places where things have happened. Um, we we did a whole ton of episodes in the first iteration of the show and it was all research and you know stock footage and things like that so it was fun to actually go film my own stuff um did the locals talk about it much so there there was uh like the couple clips that i had in there of like the werewolf in the front yard like mm -hmm. so there was like a couple of those like um throughout like along bray road i wrote i drove bray road from one end to the other um because it, it goes far enough, but it didn't go like crazy far. Um, so like there was that acknowledgement. And then like, you know, those um, Bigfoot like silhouettes that you'll see in people's yards sometimes. There was like mm -hmm. a werewolf silhouette in somebody else's yard, but you can see it down the hill by the garage, but I mm -hmm. couldn't like really get a video of it. Plus every time I tried to stop and take videos of things, somebody would come driving down the road and I'd have to like move because I was being a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, that's pretty cool. So I guess people do, there are some tourists that go there for it. Yeah. And there was like, uh, the one business was like, um, something about the moon. I'm pretty sure that was a reference to it. And, mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it was a cool little town. It had a nice downtown, um, kind of one of those route 66 looking areas, uh, some of the old, uh, cars and some different, uh, you know, some of the buildings were a little older. Um, it's cool to see, though, that so, that they somewhat embrace, you know, the whole Beast of Bray Road thing, because it's uh, like some towns like Hellier. You know, I don't know if you ever got into that show, but like it seems like the locals there get really annoyed when, uh, people, when people go down there and start asking questions. But uh, mm -hmm. it seems like they buy into it and they play off it, which is kind of that cool. was my experience in Amityville. The when you get to <laughs> get to the house, there's like signs around it saying like "Go away," <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> like those poor people. <laughs> uh, um, I think I think the scariest thing about the beast is that he's jacked. He's just buff. <laughs> like I don't know what I would do if I saw that. I probably wouldn't leave the house for a while. <laughs> So driving down Bray Road, it's um, it's all farmland from start to finish with like little sections of trees. But there isn't like the big forest that I expected. Like I expected mm. to drive like through like when you drive down like through a uh, forest preserve or something. Mm. And uh, there was really nothing like that. Um, so there was like some areas of woods, but I kind of I, I picture like a werewolf lurking and woods and that wasn't really something that was too possible over there but yeah i didn't realize the sightings went back so far before this like i guess the first one 1937 uh 1936 the guy mark shackleman 
saw this wolf. Uh huh. Yeah. Kind of reminds kind of reminds me like uh kind of reminds me like Skinwalker Ranch a little bit, you know, where those the there was a similar wolf, like an ancient wolf type figure that appeared uh you know on the ranch and, and they were able to identify it. It was like from you know dinosaur type eras like really long time ago. So I wonder if there's some kind of like portal connection maybe that could make it plausible. Yeah, this stuff's always interesting. I always thought there might be like an interdimensional thing to cryptids. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why they can come and go and evade detection. In my um, in my Dulce comic, I was working, I was going to be working that angle. Like the one security guard was a werewolf and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I was kind of mixing the cryptids with the, and we had a team that was um, based around hunting Sasquatches and stuff. So I was, that's always something that I've been curious about myself. It was kind of like the shape shifting uh, with natives and you know, they'd wear the costumes and stuff and take psychedelics and maybe it's right. related somehow. Yeah. That's, it's interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I also, I mentioned the Hodag at the beginning of the episode. That was a throwback to an old episode of mm. ours. <laughs> I uh, tagged it on YouTube. So if somebody's watching it, they can click through and, check out uh, cards the hodag episode i actually drove past the hodag town when i was up in wisconsin last year and i absolutely had no idea that it was like right there it's such a bummer when I, <laughs> I wonder if the beast will come back i don't know if we want it to or not yeah i'm not sure what the last uh viewing of it sighting of it was now that i think about it the um there was a lot of like it boiled up in the 80s it seemed and mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the format, you know, that, that you actually got some feet on the ground and some actual real footage. A lot of what we do is B roll and, you know, you're actually able to get on site on location. I think we should do more of that stuff in the future. Yeah. Like I mounted my camera on the front of the car and I'm mm. um, nice. well, on the front of the car and the windshield, not on the front. <laughs> I do have a suction mount to do that, but I didn't go that far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of places around the Midwest and Illinois that would be interesting. Yeah, the uh, next trip that I took was out to Indianapolis, and I um, there's a state park out there that I filmed at for another upcoming um, episode. So it's, it's fun to see what's around. I don't know why I never did it before. When I was a kid, this was like all I wanted to do was monster <laughs> hunt. And like, <laughs> it took till this long to finally get out and do some of it, I guess. <laughs> By Watsika, there's some kind of like ghost lantern thing. Have you heard of that? Where you like go to some place and supposedly some lantern starts walking closer and closer to you. Is it hmm. part of the Watsika Wonder House thing or no? Uh, I think it's separate. I okay. think it's around there, but Watsika's yeah, I don't know. Sure. Yeah, I'm always I'm always scared of you know catching an entity, uh, you <laughs> know, or something like that. I'm not scared it, enough of that. <laughs> 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 at work they were just uh, making me tell a couple stories um to one of the interns because um last year i was in dallas and i set up all my stuff i got for work i set up all my stuff on the bed and i went and took a shower came back got dressed but i had my polo shirt i had it set up um i had it nice and neat on the bed because i had like 40 minutes or something before i needed to be where i was going Went around the corner and picked up my phone to check if there's any messages while I was out. And then I came back around the corner and my shirt was like balled up 
on the floor, like, oh, wow. yeah, in like the corner, like next to the bed. And I was, cause I was like, where'd my shirt go? And then it was like down there. Um, and then there was another time in the last year where I was at work and I was setting up a desk in my office to have a meeting. I put my water bottle down. It was like this aluminum water bottle and then my notebook. And I turned around to work on something at the computer while I was waiting. And like three seconds later, there was like this pop, like in the middle of the table and my uh, water went shooting off the table and my notebook like was like dangling from the table. And like, so there's, there's some oh, people that think uh, that I might have something attached. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens at home though. <laughs> my buddy, buddy Corey dropped in the chat. He said it's called lantern lane. That's what he lantern what he, lane. Yeah. We should make we should make a short list. You know, we're all in Illinois, and I've always joked around getting a, a tour bus, a Strange Tales tour bus, and uh, you know we can <laughs> we can hit up all these uh, popular spots in our in our area. That would be oh, amazing. Be yeah, we could do a whole bunch of filming doing that stuff. I actually exactly. work at I work at it. My day job is at a bus dealership, so I could probably find a cheap oh, one. An actual bus. <laughs> <There you Yeah>. go. <laughs> um, yeah. I was actually passing through Wisconsin last week and I was, I don't know if you've ever been like to the, to the Dells area, but uh, it's, it's like main tourist thing is for kids and water parks and stuff like that. But I was kind of surprised that there was a ton of billboard attractions for like haunted tours and things like um, that. So I don't know if there's anything to that. I didn't get a chance to really research it, but it just kind of threw me off. I'm like, Wisconsin Dells that you wouldn't expect to have a bunch of like spooky stuff, you know, being advertised there, but we were, there out, is. we were out in Hannibal, Missouri a couple weeks ago and we visited <laughs> this old, um, that just sounds terrible. Hannibal, Missouri. It's <laughs> uh, Mark Twain territory. Um, but we, we visited this, uh, like gilded age mansion and it was cool. Like it's being restored. And, um, I went there as a kid and the tour person there, told us stories about um, how like the how the third level was haunted. And um, so I always remembered that. And my, me and my dad would talk about that all the time. So I took uh, my girlfriend and my son, and we went um, there while we were out uh, at St. Louis. We swung back through there. And um, it's a new guy bought the place. And um, we were, he was doing the tour. And I got a moment like where it was just me, him, and my son in a room. And so I asked him about the hauntings, and he was like, I'm not really in tune to that stuff. So I've never seen anything. And I was like, Oh, come on. Like, I want, I want to hear all the cool stories since I left last, left no. last time. But then um, we were in a room at one point and I saw the picture. I wish I had this prepared, but I saw a picture of the original owner and I looked at it and I turned to Suzanne and I was like, how come the original owner looks just like the new owner? <laughs> I was like, that feels creepy. <laughs> Reincarnation, right? Reincarnated and bought the place back a hundred years later. It's like yeah. the it's like the photo in The Shining when he looks at him like he yeah. sees him. <laughs> so there's there's all kinds of stuff in the Midwest. Yeah, Paramount and Kankakee is supposed to be pretty spooky. Yes, mm. all those old buildings, you know, there's got to be all kinds of history. I know. Whether I, I never even heard any stories about that place, but just going down that hallway to the bathroom was always creepy to me. Yeah. <laughs> the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a lot of like, I went to Gettysburg and I know there's a lot of, there's tons of ghost tours there. Yeah. Hmm. Gettysburg was cool. And then places you can, haunted places you can stay. Like, I don't know if I would do that. <laughs> <laughs> 
think I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I used to, you know, have crazy like out of body experiences and stuff like that, but like lately got got more spiritual and just that kind of went away. So uh, I don't know. I don't I, yeah. I think the more you dabble in that, you know, the more it comes to you and I play it safe these days. Get, getting too old for that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of like these people that uh, talk about extraterrestrials. They're like, "Oh, abduct me and stuff like that." I'm like, I don't think you really want to be abducted. <laughs> so no. Some of the stories that they say, you know, what they do in there, I'm like, doesn't sound fun. <laughs> no, I don't know if there's any stories that do sound fun. <laughs> yeah, the vast majority of them are horrible. Right. Unless, unless somebody is like making a buck off of it and they're claiming that they're channeling some aliens and they have the top secret information. Yeah. And they, then there are some good stories, but. <laughs> oh, <yeah. clears throat> so um, our second story this week, do we want to get into that one? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead. Was uh, the creepy clown craze. Well, if you want to, do you want to do any kind of setup, Mike, or you may just play it? I think we could play it and then we'll 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 do too Got brief. Set up in there. Yeah. Cool. Then here we go right now. Oh hey strangers, I'm Mike Gentile from the rock band Majungus. Why don't you grab your favorite candy bar and pull up a seat? Because this strange tale is quite the treat. What is it about clowns that make them so scary? Whether it's Pennywise, Joker killer clowns from outer space, maybe you've experienced some form of calrophobia, as they call it. But for me, the clown that gives me the most chills goes by the name of Homie the Clown. And no, not quite the same Damon Wayans character from In Living Color. It all began in October of 1991 during a clown craze in the Chicagoland area. The hysteria was sparked by a series of initial reports that an alleged figure impersonating Homie the Clown was driving through neighborhoods in a white van, enticing kids with candy and money sending parents and school districts all up in a panic. Nobody quite knew what Homie the Clown's motives were. Fortunately, no actual crimes were ever reported, but rumors of what Homie was after for spread even more fear. Everything from abduction to molestation and even murder was being discussed. As the weeks went on, additional sightings came in from various locations and with fluctuating details. Authorities got involved, and although some claims were dismissed as fabrications, many could not be disproven. It was widely speculated that the initial reports spiraled in a somewhat of a domino effect, motivating a variety of people to partake in the craze. This made it very difficult, if not impossible, to separate real threats from hoaxes. Growing up in the west suburbs of Chicago myself, I can still remember being a kindergartner when the principal sent warnings over the intercom to go directly to the bus, your parents' car, or walk home in a large group and don't stop to talk to a deranged clown that might be driving around the neighborhood. Scary words for a kindergartner. I sort of felt like I was in a horror movie. As fast as the story caught fire, it faded and went mostly forgotten. So that must be it, right? But you know, homie don't play that. A string of bizarre clown sightings occurred throughout the country around the same time as Stephen King's It remake, which was released in 2017. The details vary from location, but many incidences resemble the Homie the Clown narrative that I grew up with. A sketchy looking clown popping in and out of neighborhoods, schools, offering candy and money. But this time around, crimes were being committed, and some of them were very serious and ended up in arrest. 
Additionally, in the era of social media, some of these mysterious clown figures created profiles and posted threatening messages to schools. This sensationalized the saga even more and has been called things like the creepy clown craze or killer clown epidemic. The phenomenon became global. But just like my childhood, homie, the story ran its course, then dissolved. So what do you think of these clown stories? Are they real, urban legend? Maybe you have your own homie the clown-like character from your neighborhood. Why don't you weigh in on the discussion and share some of your own experiences? And as always, stay strange. Want to hear a joke? What's a clown's favorite candy bar? Snickers. <laughs>
current times. I mean, there was the 2010s, he had a little episode and the 2020s also had an episode. And but now, you know, social media, things go viral overnight. So it's like, um, you know, and then it became more global, too. They were happening all over and and more malicious, you know, more violence, um, more crimes being committed, things like that. But uh, very similar, you know, they're always really creepy. They're just kind of looming around schools and neighborhoods and um, they scare people. And, you know, it, it's people have their fun with it and then it's kind of it's over with, you know. Mm-hmm. You mentioned uh, in the episode that the second or the that last one was uh, right after the It movie came out. Yeah. So that that made me think about it a little bit. The uh, the other the first one was in 91, the original It series um, oh that was in 90. Hmm. So, like, i wonder if that's had any kind of it's true yeah i i wonder um i know obviously the, the the show that damon wayans was on you know popularized the homie the clown character so he kind of he kind of took that name uh you know whoever this person was had, had mentioned it and that's what ended up getting in the police logs but um so but yeah i don't i, I don't remember exactly when the original it was um and if yeah it was, had... it was 1990 i looked it up oh, it was, oh 1990 yeah. okay so was, yeah like, right before the first ones well yeah so yeah people were probably like clowns scary clowns are like at an all high all-time high probably at that point i know my dad is like <laughs> my dad is terrified of clowns and it all started like right around then <laughs> yeah <laughs> but not red balloons i guess <laughs> <laughs> we have jess in the chat what up gave us a uh, a wave. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure most of the uh, clowns were just trolling, but that's kind of that's pretty creepy. Could have got worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Midwest is also responsible for a clown that probably killed more than any other clown it was mm-hmm. uh, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> True. Straight out of displays. Because <laughs> I, I didn't realize they're out of displays. Yeah, well, there's that's also California. So there's like a <laughs> <laughs> there's a story there. <laughs> so even yeah. worse than John Wayne Gacy, I guess. Yeah, they've more. probably killed more than John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, yeah. very, very sneaky serial killer, Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Well, we could talk a little bit about uh, what we have coming up. Um, I know mine's going to be on the Hat Man, Shadow People in general. That should be the next video. And I also want to do one on Who Built the Moon. There's a there's a book called Who Built the Moon, and it's about all the weird stuff about the moon and just how impossible it is that it lines up perfectly uh, to create uh, eclipses on Earth, you know, uh-huh. and... Um, just all the weird stuff about the moon and you know they're saying maybe it's a spaceship or to me it's like more evidence of creative intelligent um intelligent design though just uh all the stuff behind it that's wild so. yeah like i mean like supposedly the the astronaut apollo astronauts saw aliens on the moon or ufos or something like there's a mm-hmm. lot there's been a lot of stories about the moon, so that's interesting. There's also things about the hollow, uh, it being hollow, and like they like, I don't know, how they pinged it somehow, and it like rang like a bell. They, they hmm. said, but yeah, a lot of odd stuff about the moon. That's cool. Um, yeah. 
my next one is about uh it's the one i mentioned earlier um that i did some filming in indianapolis or outside of indianapolis for um there's these little people that are called i think it's the puck wedgies i get a little confused a little mixed up but that's uh Supposedly, people have seen them, um, particularly around this forest preserve, um, and they go back like into like Native American legends. Mm. Uh, so I found that interesting. Is that like the the pygmies? I think they're in New Zealand or something, aren't they? Uh, they're like uh, you know small people. This was really small. The thing that creeps me out about this one and is that they're like three feet tall, so they're like. <laughs> Not like you know Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, it's almost creepier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, it's. Uh, I, I find that um, like people, Native Americans tell stories that go back, you know, centuries, and they're all kind of dismissed as legends and like not none of it could be real because it's so wild. And I think there, there a lot of some of that stuff there could be something too, but. Um, mm. The site is also the site of a um, these mounds that were um, they, there's there's like a identical set somewhere else in Indiana and also in Ohio. Ohio is like filled with mounds like that, but um, this mm. one like has like th there's like three I think that kind of are all extremely similar and kind of align with certain things. Um, and they're from uh, I can't remember the name off the top of my head, but they're part of like um, a native group from like. 900 AD or something like that. They go way back. Um, might even be older than that. But um, so I found that pretty interesting. So that'll be my next one, um, which will be, I guess, in a few weeks. Mike, you're doing. Oh, should we even. <laughs> is, it, is, is it is it mouse? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The one uh, I don't know if we should drop the zinger yet. <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's uh, there was something strange going on in the Pacific Northwest uh, in the late '90s, allegedly. So I, I tapped into that one—a a very big void. You tapped wow. into the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Penetrate the mystery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Also, a lot of humor in that one. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah. In the funny ones. I, I will say though, there, there was like a wave that I rode with that one because at first I'm like, this is all going to be punchlines and jokes, you know. But then the more I got into it, the more I kind of like bit into it, and I'm like, okay, I, I there, there might be something going on here. So I kind of I went through some different changes of perspective as the, the episode went on. Yeah, but but yeah, there's a lot of punchlines in there. <laughs> There's only so much you can hold back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would like to do more like on the ground type stuff like you're talking about. Now it's more just research and B-roll, but it would be cool to get out there. Uh, we, we all work a lot, though, you know, it's hard to find the time to do everything. Yeah, especially with my travels now. It's like, holy crap. Like, at least once a month I'm traveling through the rest of the year. Um, yeah. And the summer's almost over. <laughs> yeah. That. So that makes a difference. But that would be fun to get out to a couple places at least or something. Sounds mm -hmm. like Watsika has a couple. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. The one, um, the Watsika Wonder House, 
is actually like a bed and breakfast or something now. Either that or it's on um, Airbnb. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> well, I don't. I don't think we'll get Joe there though. No, I'm good. <laughs> don't you catch that? <laughs> I do want to. I want to do some like possession episodes though. I always found that fascinating. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, all well, right. If you do the research. I'll go there and film some stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, that can work. <laughs> Mike, did you have anything else about the clowns wanted to say before we? No, I think I covered pretty much what I needed. All right. Yeah, that, what's that? What's it called? The phobia of clowns? What's that word? Oh, cholerophobia. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I maybe borderline have that. They are pretty creepy. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I used to play on it a bit and then I, I got more sensitive as, as time went on. I started to meet a few people that actually like legitimately had cholerophobia. And, yeah, I think um, my dad 100% yeah. was like for real. Like, yeah, he actually was going in for a surgery one time, and he was I don't I don't remember what hospital it was at, but he was there, and um, behind him was a clown, and he like freaked out and like canceled the surgery or something. Like it was like oh, wow. yeah, he was not having it. It was just a, it was an omen, I guess. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, it was like a legit. <laughs> we could probably do an episode on John Wayne Gacy. Of course, that's been covered quite a bit, but. There's an even there's an even deeper uh, conspiracy theory about him that he was connected to some big deep state network of uh, you know child traffickers and stuff. Oh. Yeah, because mm. there was like a list. He, there was some like pedo in jail that he was one of them like worked for him, and then that pedo in jail had like a list of clientele that like disappeared. Uh, Larry Podash on WGN did a little segment on this way back in the day, which I was surprised to see. I sent him a message about it too, and he responded, which I was surprised. Oh wow! But yeah, he he thought something was going on there. Yeah, I think so. I remember that that uh, Larry Podash uh, conversation you were talking about. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, that's. I think that even a topic that's been covered a lot, like if you could find a new angle on it, mm -hmm. that, like it can make it worth covering especially when you only have to do you know three four or five minutes on it yeah so yeah. i think that's worthwhile yeah just don't want to end up dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah. every now and then i think back to mine and jess's first um our, our start into this realm online and the crazies that we met and all that yeah. <laughs> why am i doing this again <laughs> <laughs> Well, that reminds me of the Sound of Freedom movie too. I just saw that, and that's that was suppressed for like five years, and like nobody wanted it. And now it's just like top the box office, beat Indiana uh, Jones, and uh, I yeah. That. And then the mainstream media is just denouncing it, making fun of it, calling it exaggerated. Rolling Stone and Guardian, and all this hmm. makes you wonder who they're protecting, right? They got got to tie everything to QAnon, even though the movie has nothing, never mentions anything close to QAnon, and it's all like documented stuff that happened, even has like real footage. But yeah, <clears throat> QAnon made it too easy. <laughs> yeah, they can just drop that QAnon 
that's uh, the weaponized term now, like conspiracy theory. Yeah, when I was a kid, um, conspiracy theory was something. Sometimes it was scary. Um, other times it was just fun to like go down that rabbit hole. And now it's just like something you're not allowed to look at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, too much. Yeah, but like the uh, it shows the difference between like the audience and the people and like the media because it's like the movie like the audience loves it and you know it's like tapping the box office and they're they're just totally disconnected from the people and what they want yeah no doubt so, and the mainstream outlets that are um you know talking bad about it they're getting like so much hate in the comments on their <laughs> posts and stuff so it's kind I of promising the media team's busy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, to be in charge of like marketing. We saw with like Bud Light. Can you can you imagine being the dude? These these the days, like I've seen even in like the industry I work in, I've seen like entire marketing teams get fired over like just a bad social campaign. Like it's mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah, it makes you scared to do anything sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bud Light like, losing billions. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> it's nuts. <laughs> a lot of craziness out there. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, what's uh so next week is the one is yours, right? That's Yeah, going to finish up the uh Shadow People Hatman and uh it's also covering Jin and just paranormal entities in general. Cool. And uh possibility of them being inter interdimensional which uh, I, I even think aliens you know could be a lot of uh, uh, abduction experiences happen when people are like sleeping or like half asleep and oh. I think it's some kind of uh, <clears throat> inner interdimensional aspect to to a lot of them I'd like to do a video sometime about USOs I always find, uh, those I always found very interesting mm -hmm. Like there's so much of the ocean that isn't explored. Most of it, <laughs> like mm. the vast majority of it. So you have I wonder, to wonder. Wonder how they um, keep from imploding. Probably right. Built better. <laughs> well, if they have if they have anti gravity properties, you know the forces of that extra atmosphere wouldn't really harm them. That's true. Yeah, it would actually be really smart. You know, if you think about. You know where could they hide where they could basically guarantee no human will be able to find them it would Isn't be it crazy because you know. like we can go to the moon we're yeah. close to like heading to mars but like we still can't get to the bottom of our planet like yeah mm -hmm. and everybody's like oh life on mars you know it's like while we destroy like the whole ecosystem right. where we live <laughs> yeah yeah our, our world will start looking like mars if we keep Going the way we are, yep, nuts. Yep. <clears throat> All right, well, next week will be uh, that, and then we'll pop back on and do another live. Uh... All right, sounds good. Well, thanks, uh, everybody who joined us. Thanks for everybody in the chat for watching, listening, and uh, we will catch you soon. Stay strange. All right, stay strange, everybody. We'll see you. <laughs> and the frog.